guys, and welcome to another episode of Branding for Believers. It's Dr. Shantae, and welcome to Branding for Believers, the podcast that helps entrepreneurs and influencers find the courage, the faith, and the confidence to believe bigger in their dreams. So we have reached episode 41. We are moving ever closer to the release of Believing Bigger, a 31-day faith journey. I'm very excited about it, and I'm very excited about you guys. I did receive tweets and emails and tags and inboxes saying, yes, do the audiobook. So guess what? Yes, I'm going to do the audiobook. Even got some great suggestions for equipment and sound engineers and all the rest of it. So I'm so grateful for you guys. Thank you so very much. So before we get into today's content, I do want to give you guys a few housekeeping things. One, pod class returns next Wednesday. Yay! I love doing podcasting in front of a live audience. It literally gives me life and you guys love it too. I have to give shout outs to the Black Wealth Experience and Kwanda Lamb for featuring branding for believers in their list of podcasts that will either change your life or powerful podcasts by women. Uh, the live format is just, it gives it a little extra something, something, and it brings together what I love to do with the people that I love to do it for. And I just am so grateful for the opportunity to use that sort of platform. So thank you guys so much for supporting pod class. It will be back next Wednesday. Also very important. Let me just tell you, I did not set out to write Believing Bigger for bestseller status or anything of that sort. However, I do believe that it is a message that can impact and will impact thousands of people. But one of the best ways to help me do that, so if you are really, truly, really, 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 really committed to Believing Bigger with me, then I will ask that if you are going to invest in Believing Bigger, a 31-day faith journey, that you make sure you wait until March 1st, the day that it's out, the week that it's out is the best chance that the book has to receive any sort of bestseller recognition or designation or status. And I'm not writing it for the status or producing it for the status. But once a book does receive that designation, it makes it so much easier to sell it and to distribute it to the masses. And that's really what I'm about. I want this message of hope and faith and believing bigger to get to the masses. And so I've gotten a lot of emails. How can I help you promote this book? How can I help you do more? How can I help you? That is how you can help me. If you really want to help me, then I need you on March 1st that week to push this book like crazy. Like go cop that right now so that it has a snowball's chance of making it on to the bestseller platform. And I appreciate you so much for that. Also did want to tell you that the first week of launch, the book is going to be seven bucks. I have priced it. Seven is a great number. It has biblical significance. And I priced it at that point because I want you guys to buy multiple copies. And so I've had several people say, I'm going to buy this for my book club, or I'm going to buy this for my prayer group, or I'm going to buy this for my women's circle, or I'm going to buy this for my empowerment group, my entrepreneur group, you know, whoever stocking stuffers. Some people, <laughs> some people are already thinking about Christmas um, or as birthday presents. All of that, all of it. I want you guys to buy multiple copies. And so that's why it will be priced at that point. I will be ever grateful. And trust me, believing bigger is something that you want to share. It's a journey that you want to take others along with you. 
one, because it's just an empowering and uplifting journey, but also to hold you accountable so that you guys can minister to one another and pray for one another and all that good stuff. Okay, so enough of the preliminary stuff. Let me jump straight into this content. So today's content, today's focus is this. Watch your mouth. Remember how your mama used to tell you that? You better watch your mouth. And it's really from this notion about limiting beliefs. So I'm reading a couple of books right now. But one of the things that I am getting into is this book called Miracle Morning. And I want to say it's by Hal Elrod. I will put a link in the show notes. But one of the things that he talks about in the book is limiting beliefs. And this is something that I've been talking about forever as well. However, with regard to the biblical attachment, a lot of us that when we aspire to do things and be successful in our businesses, we don't realize how powerful what we say can impact what it is that manifests in our lives. And I'm not talking about magic. (laughs) I'm not talking about uh, hocus pocus or abracadabra or anything of that sort. But we tend to speak from what we believe and then we act on what we believe. And so if you speak in limitation and then you fail to act because of your limitations, the root of that is in the words that you have spoken out of your mouth. And so our guiding thought for today comes from Proverbs. Proverbs 18:21 The tongue has the power of life and death and those who love to talk will reap its consequences getting that from the New Living Transversion uh translation help me um so some of you might have like the King James version or the English Standard Version maybe even the NIV and it says something like and those who love it will eat of its fruits it's basically saying that those who love to talk will reap the consequences for what they say and so One of the things that we tend to do is we tend to say things and we don't even think about the things that we say. And a lot of times we speak in our limitations. So limiting beliefs sound like this. I'm not a morning person. Raise your hand. How many of you are not a morning person? Once upon a time, I would have said that. In fact, all the way up until a week ago, I would have said that. And it's not that I feel like a morning person in my spirit. However... (laughs) I am committed to stopping speaking limitation over my life because a lot of people can accomplish tremendous things in the morning. And many, many studies have shown that the way that you start your morning will determine how the rest of your day is going to go, how the rest of your week is going to go. If you have a discipline of meditation or prayer or goal setting in the morning before the rest of the craziness of the day starts to happen, then you have an excellent opportunity to manifest those things that you have prayed about, meditated on or written about in the morning. And so for me to say, quote unquote, I'm not a morning person. I have immediately set a limitation over what I'm able to do. And I kid you not, I have said that about myself for years. Oh, I'm not a morning person. Oh, I'm not a morning person. Oh, I'm not even conscious until nine o'clock in the morning. And I have said that for so many years. And the way that Hal Elrod puts it in the book, he said, it's almost like saying that you refuse to face your life that day, that you, that your life is such that you are waiting until the last possible second before you have to wake up and face And I said, wow, that's not how I feel about my life. But I didn't realize that in saying that, how much of a limitation I was putting over my life. Another limiting belief. Oh, I don't have time to work out. 
How many of you say that, that you don't have time to work out or you don't have time to do something else that's healthy? As soon as you speak that, that has power. I want to take you right back to the word. The word says the tongue has the power of life and death. Do you know what power is? It's energy, its ability. And so what it's saying is that the tongue has the energy. It has the ability of life and death. Death meaning dead, limitation. There's a finality. It is what you cannot do, what you cannot overcome. And so when you say, I don't have time to work out, you are setting up a limitation. You are killing any possibility that health will manifest into your life because you're not willing to take the time or you have spoken that negative energy over your life so that you no longer have time to work out. How many of you are, when you get home from work or... Before you go to work, you're just so tired. I hear that so many times. I'm just so tired. I'm just so tired. Man, I'm tired. Well, think about the energy that you spoke over your life. I don't have time to work out or I can't work out in the morning or I'm not able to work out during my lunch breaks. You spoke so much negativity. You killed with your own lips, your energy source. You killed the power for you to be able to manifest that into your life. So if you are consistently saying negative things over your life, then I'm going to just caution you to watch your mouth. Another limiting belief. I need this drink. Now let's keep it 100. You don't need a drink. We want drinks, you know, we'll, we'll have a glass of wine or, or, you know, we want to sip on Chardonnay and all that other type of stuff. But the truth of the matter is nobody really needs a drink, but you tell yourself that the only way that you can cope with problems, that the way that you cope best with stress is to reach for that glass or to reach for that bottle. But when you say that you need a drink to cope, In other words, you are setting a limitation that there is no other way for you to deal with your problems or no other way for you to deal with your stress except for to reach for a bottle. Another limiting belief, I can't go by myself. Why can't you go by yourself? That's a limiting belief. So as I'm talking, I hope that some of these things are starting to ring a bell for you. Some of the things that we say, not realizing that we are killing. How much death have you spoken into your life in these areas? And then here's the big one. Here is the huge one. I'm broke. I can't afford it. I'm broke and I can't afford it. Now let's keep it real. How many of you know people that have cried broke But then when it was something that they really, 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 really wanted, all of a sudden their creativity kicked in. They they were able to turn water into wine, made a way out of no way. All of a sudden that that money just manifested (laughs) because they were determined because it's something that they thought was important, something that they found value in. I've been watching jokes all week about (laughs) how people have come up with money for um, for Beyonce formation tickets and things like that. And the truth of the matter is this, is that when Beyonce asks you to get in formation, she doesn't ask you how much you can afford. When you go to look at those shoes at Bloomingdale's or at Nordstrom, they don't ask you, well, what's your budget for shoes this month? No, the price is what the price is. And people have to make grown folks decisions about how they're going to come up with the funds in order to afford that. There's no wiggle room. 
uh, Ticketmaster or Live Nation doesn't say, oh, you don't have it this week. You're not going to have it till Friday. Okay, well, we'll just hold these tickets for you until you have the money. Uh, no, <laughs> absolutely not. And so when we say I'm broke, I can't afford it. Again, you are speaking death right into your finances. You are speaking death right into your possibilities for wealth generation when you need to start speaking life and abundance and blessing over those things. And here's the thing about it. When you have been able to come up with the money for something that you could not afford, I want you to think about that. In the present moment that you wanted it, you did not have it. However, you had enough faith, wherewithal, determination, resources, or creativity enough to believe that you could procure it at a future date. So even if you had to borrow it from somebody, you asked to borrow it with the faith that it was going to manifest itself in the future. So the thing is, if you can ask for something, if you can procure something like concert tickets or shoes or something that has a limited time frame in order for you to get it and has a set price and no negotiation and no rules about how you're going to be able to access it. If you can come up with the wherewithal to get something like concert tickets, are you telling me that you don't have the wherewithal, the creativity, the resources to manifest your dream, to manifest your vision, to manifest the calling that God has put on your life? I just don't believe that. You absolutely have the power. So don't say, I can't afford this coach. I can't afford this program. I can't afford to invest in my business. Oh, yes, you can, because you have already demonstrated in your life the ability to manifest something that was not yet here. You you have the ability, you have shown the ability and demonstrated the ability to think in your not yet, even though your right now situation says, I can't afford these shoes. I can't afford to take a trip. I can't afford Beyonce tickets. I can't afford this sew-in. I can't afford these Jordans. I can't afford these Yeezys. Oh, I was about to say something right there about Kanye and his debt issues, but I'm not going to be petty. I'm going to pray for him. Y'all pray for him. But the, the point is, is that, you know, you don't say that because when they become available, you all of a sudden manifest the creativity, the wherewithal, the resources to procure those things. And so I'm going to encourage you again, watch your mouths. Don't say what you cannot do because it really, truthfully speaking, as believers, it's really not about what you can do. It's about what God can do through you. Okay. So you need to be ready to have the testimony on your lips. And so while you might not be able to manifest your right now in your hands, in your palms, what God can manifest, especially if it's something that he has called you to, you can't put limiting beliefs on God. That's the real danger in limiting beliefs and limiting yourself is that not only do you put a halt on what your abilities are, on what you are able to do and what you're willing to do, but you also pump the brakes on God. And so I want to encourage you to, to switch gears. And instead of putting yourself in those limiting belief situations, I want you to stop giving yourself permission to limit yourself. Stop giving yourself permission to tap out. Stop giving yourself permission to let go of your dreams. And so what does that look like? Stop giving yourself permission to be fat and unhealthy. And I'm speaking to myself right here. Oh my gosh. I look back at my, my pictures, some pictures of myself from 2012, baby. Hmm. 
I had it going on in the health department. I was at the gym five days a week. I was limiting my calories. I was toned. I was fit. And then fast forward a year, two years, it's like that old BET commercial. Who in the hell left the gate open? It was like, man, what, what happened? What happened to my waistline? You know, and I just started to think about all of the, the limiting beliefs that led up to me losing a handle on my health. And the fact of the matter is, is that I had given permission. I had given myself permission to be overweight. I had given myself permission to be unhealthy. And so I'm going to encourage you in addition to, to watching what you say, but to stop giving yourself permission to be unhealthy. Stop giving yourself permission to fail. Stop giving yourself permission to be mediocre when you know that's not your calling. You know, just like I know that you were called to do more than go and clock in at a nine to five, day in, day out, collect the check and just exist. No, you were called to live. You were called to serve the gifts and the talents that God has given you. Oh my gosh, you have the ability and the power to do extraordinary things. Stop giving yourself permission to just be average and be mediocre when you know that you've been called to do more. Stop giving yourself permission to let another year slip through your fingers. Time waits for no man. It's amazing. In 2016, there's been so much death. We're only in February. Think about it. From celebrities, family, friends, there's already been so much death in and we're just barely two months into 2016. So you don't have time. You don't have another year. When I tell you guys that somebody is waiting on you to show up, somebody doesn't have another year for you to just give permission to let it slip through your fingers. Somebody doesn't have a year. Somebody's breakthrough is, is, is on life support right now and they're waiting for you to show up. So stop giving yourself permission to let another year slip through your fingers. Stop giving yourself permission to let some man or some woman use and manipulate you. You know, we were called to do better than that. Stop giving yourself permission to let your kids see you give up. Some of us have kids. Some of us have people that are looking to us and looking up to us. Stop giving yourself permission to let them see you tap out and to quit and to give up and to just accept a life of mediocrity because what you're doing is building a legacy of mediocrity. You know how the old folks say, older folks, in case I have some some seasoned listeners, God bless you. Um, you know how the uh, the seasoned uh, elders among us will say things like, I can, I can show you better than I can tell you. You can't tell your kids to be great. You can't tell your kids to aspire higher. You can't tell your kids that they can be everything that God has called them to be when you're not aspiring to that level, when you're not aspiring to be everything that God has called you to be. And it's not that they will love you less. And it's not that they will, will think that you're a, a failure or anything like that. However, what you are doing is you are showing them that it is okay to, to, to live below a level that God has called you to. And so if you have children, build a legacy of success, not one of mediocrity and tapping out. And I want to I want to undergird all of this with another scripture, which comes from Matthew. Matthew 12, 37 says, for by your words, you will be acquitted or by your words, you will be condemned. Think about that. Do you know what acquitted means? 
let's let's roll the tape back to the OJ days. Or, you know, Jay-Z says, not guilty. Y'all got to feel me acquitted. You know what that means? Set free. And so by your words, you will be set free or by your words, you will be condemned. Again, I'm going to give you that scripture one more again. Matthew 12, 37. And so by your words, by your own words, you will be set free from these limiting beliefs. By your own words, you will be set free from these behaviors that are tearing you down by your own words. You will be set free from the bondage and the yoke of these things that have held you back or by your own words, you will be condemned by them. And so the thing is this, is that going back to our, our, our opening guiding thought, there's power. There is power. There is energy in the tongue, the power of life and death. Sometimes we're shy and, you know, we like to think everything internally, but sometimes you just have to speak something into your life. Sometimes you just have to speak affirmation into your life. You have to speak confirmation into your life. You have to speak praise and blessing into your life. There is power in what you say. And so my question to you is, what are you saying to yourself? What are the words that are coming out of your mouth? Because as soon as they come out, there is power. Let me tell you something and believe in bigger. There are a number of instances where I write about how Jesus has the power to speak a solution into your problem, how he has the power to speak calm in the midst of storms. God spoke the world into existence. He just said, let there be light. And there was light. And so think about this. If we are made in God's image and God said, let us make man in our image. And he has given you many of the same attributes that, that he has. So that means that if in his mouth, there is the power to speak life, blessing and cursing, then that means in your mouth, there is the power to speak blessing and cursing. I could go really deep on this, but think about it. Believers, if you're a child of the King or, or, or aspiring to be, God made you in his image. And so the God that we serve speaks life. When he says something, it is so there's no coming back from that. And so I want you to just think about intentionally what you want to speak over your life. Not only do I want you to speak it, I want you to visualize it. You know, one of the things that very few people know is that the comedian Jim Carrey back in the late 80s, Jim Carrey wrote a check to himself for $10 million. And in the memo section, it said payment for acting services rendered. Do you know, like seven years later, maybe 1994, after he wrote that check, he got $10 million for the movie Dumb and Dumber. So there, <laughs> you know, I say these things not in jest, but just to that goes to show how when you are committed, not only in speaking a life of of purpose, but visualizing that life because what you speak releases energy. It releases power. And so you have the power to change your situation today. You have the power to change your bank account today. You have the power to change your waistline today. And I'm not saying, oh, abracadabra, and then boom, money will instantly manifest. But the thing is you attract, you know, Jim Rohn has a great quote. He says, success is what you attract by the person that you become. And so if you become a a person of faith, a person of belief, a person of purpose, then that is what you will begin to attract. But if you are a person that believes in mediocrity and limiting beliefs and what you can't do and, and all of these unhealthy things that you need in your life in order to make it and to survive, then that is also what you are going to attract. And so 
you know, one, one thing that the Bible says is that, you know, what light has fellowship with darkness? Think about it. Think about being in a dark room, a very dark room, pitch black darkness, just black, 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 blackness. Do you know if somebody shines a light as small as a pin light, it's no longer dark. Once light cuts through darkness, it's no longer dark. I mean, sure, overall it's dark, but wherever that light is, there is, it's going to shine. It's going to, to, to expose. It's going to reveal there is brightness within that space. And so the thing is, is that, you know, what light has fellowship with darkness? There's no relationship between fear and faith. There's no, there's no relationship between limiting beliefs and a life of purpose. You can't have both. And so you have to decide on today, what kind of life you're committed to living and begin speaking those things that you have the faith to believe. Even though you may not have that thing that you want yet, even though that dream has not manifest yet, keep speaking it, keep believing it, keep visualizing it. And I promise you, it will make a change in your life. I think that somewhere down the road, you all have got me thinking now, I think that somewhere down the road, I'm going to do a 30 day challenge about speaking positivity, speaking blessings, speaking purpose into your life. And I want to see what happens with you guys at the end of that 30 days, because I'm telling you, it will absolutely make a difference. So that is our episode for today. Watching your mouth and stopping limiting beliefs and speaking life into our situations instead of accepting less than what God has called us to be and to do. And so next week, pod class will return. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you guys so much for your feedback so far on the book. Um, The launch team actually has their copies of the book. So I have 40 plus people on the launch team and the feedback has been overwhelmingly positive. I'm so excited for you guys to get it. They have it. They love it. They are posting about it all over the place. So if you just look for the hashtag believing bigger 31 hashtag believing bigger 31, you can see their feedback and their testimonies all over Twitter on Facebook Instagram, all that good stuff. So as always, if you guys have takeaways, comments, questions, anything about this episode, as always, you can hit me up at Dr. Shante says, or feel free to email me Shante at believingbigger.com. I look forward to talking to you guys on our next episode. <music>